0: Shalom to all. Today's office Yvon B'saf Chafal. If we're starting Chafam base two lines up from the bottom, the fifth to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sara Basbiyakiv Meisha Maisha, Hernish Sham have aliyah, and Lili Nishmas Mars Rivka Basr Meir Zev Hernish Shamm should aliyah. Now we we're discussing the Isra of a Kain Gadol marrying an Almana, and what happens when the Kain Gadol's brother dies without children, and now his wife falls to him, the Kain Gadol. Now in this particular gemara, we're going to be discussing the case where his brother had two wives. Itmar was stated, BS Kain Gadol Let's the married one of the Almanas. He's not allowed to. That's Isra of Kain Almana. But he was Miyabim one of the monos anyway. Now we know that in the regular case of Yibim, when Yibim is performed with one woman, the Tsar is automatically freed without Chalitza because the Yavim is only allowed to marry one of them. But what about here? Do we say that although the Kayan Gadol has an Isra'lav to marry her, nonetheless, may the of the Yibim work, and therefore the Tsar goes free. She doesn't need Chalitza. Or perhaps the Yibim didn't accomplish anything, still requiring the Tsar to do Chalitza, even though the Kayan Gadol married the other wife. So we have and they argue about this, where one of them says, The fact that the Kayan Gadol did yibum does not pot to the Tsar from chalitza, V'hadamer, the other one says srasa, The tsara is pater, even though the Kangado was not allowed to marry this yivama. At the end of the day, he did marry her. The kiddushin was Khal, and therefore the Tsar does not need chalitza. The gemara continues analyzing this. on top. When we're talking about almana from Nisuin, which means these women were married one hundred percent to the kohen gadol's brother. Kuli Amla, Pligi. No one argues the that she's not going to pater her tsar from chalitza. Asey, asey because the ase of yivam is not going to be the that this woman who's an almana Minha has. Which means that the kain of gadol's yibam was not Khal at all, and the Tsar still needs chalitza. Kipliy, what's her machlekes? Balmanu in erison. She's only almanu in erison. Mandarma re'pertar is the one that says that Tsar is part of from chalitza. Asay hashavid dachi say. That say of yibam is going to be dachid loisa say that he's not allowed to marry this almanu min erison, and therefore the yibam was Khal, and that's why the Tsar would not need chalitza. And Mandarma re'ena according to Ma'adam that she's not part of from chalitza. Loisa say hashavid dachi say. The of is not say of marrying an almanu. Kipin de'efshir Khalita, since he could have done khalitza, so just because the kind of gadol did this iser and married her, he did yibam instead of chalitza. That doesn't mean that the is pater Now, basically, we're going to ask a question on one of these sadim. The brayso yesterday said the ba Then, the case when they are not allowed to marry each other because they have an iser love. If he was baol, so then he is kind to of her. Meaning, even though he's not allowed to be miabim, if he is miabim her, he's kind to of her. We have a valid a valid refutation. It must be that we go according to the Tzad, that this is a valid Yibum and therefore the Tsar does not need Chalitza. The Gemara continues suggesting lame have a Nam Let's say this is also a refutation to Lakish. because Rish Lakish had said yesterday that whenever there's an assay up against a Lois Sase, if both can be upheld, then the Asse won't be Daich Lai Sase. Over here, Khalitza can technically be done. But from the fact that we're not requiring Chalitza, it must be that we have a disproof to Rish Lakish. The Gemara says it's not right, because Armal shall tell you, K-a-mina-ano. when do I say that an assay is not Daich Say if we could be mekayim both of them, That's only when we're being mekayim a mitzvah in the process. Aval makam yibam lav Mitzvah. But over here, if you're suggesting we should do chalitza instead of yibum, chalitza instead of yibum is not a mitzvah, and therefore it's not considered to be mekayim both of them, and therefore there's a possibility that I say will be darich in this case. And now moving on to discuss Shnias. We had mentioned yesterday this concept of Shnias. This is secondary Arias. First class Arias are the ones that are arayas that are mentioned in the Torah. Shnias, these are secondary. They're so, um, Rava, Rav says, Where do we find the Remes? A hint to this concept of Shneas in the Torah. That's Shanemr, it says in the Pasuk, All these all these abominations, were done by the people of the land. And this is referring to Arias. So, the lashon of Ha'el, Kasha'is, the word Ha'el, which means these, is referring to something very harsh. That implies that there's something that's not as harsh, something which is a little bit softer, which is similar to these Arias that we're talking about. And what is that thing which is a little bit more rach, a little bit soft? After. Shnius, that's referring to secondary Arayas, things that are also mid not mid And we may have Ha'el, to the Kashahu, how do we know that this Lashan of Ha'el is a Lashan of something harsh, something strong? Because the Pasuk says, He took the mighty ones of the land. The Gemara suggests to let's say this is not like Rablavi. The Amar he says, The punishment a person is going to receive for having faulty weights and measures, that's midais, that's going to be greater than the punishment of Arias itself. When it talks about Arias, it only uses the word el, but when it talks about midas, it uses the word ela So it seems to be that the word el is not referring to something strong or harsh, only the word ela is referring to something strong and harsh. The Gemara says, not a kashan or a blevi, el kashe ve kashe me el. The word el is referring to something harsh, but the word ela is referring to something harsher than el. The Gemara continues asking, Even in regards to Arias itself, it uses the word ela It doesn't use the word el, so why are we saying that midas is harsher than Arias? The Gemara answers, ute midas mikaris. That's just trying to say that Arias does have something over me because a Reis, a person's gonna get caris for being ivor, but me having faulty weights and measures, a person's not gonna get caris. The Gemara asks, do so then no, what's the chumra of having faulty weights and measures over a Reis? The Gemara answers, honey after bachuva, honey after bachuva. When we're dealing with a Reis, a person could still do chuva. Even if he's married to an erva, as long as they didn't have a child together, so there's no momzai brought into the world because of this union, he could separate from this erva, and to some extent that's chuva. However, if a person is dealing with faulty weights and measures, he sold it to so many people, he stole from so many people. And there's no way of returning all that money. Rav Huda Amar Hachach. Rav Huda says, "Where do we know Shneias from?" The pasuk tells us, "V'izein v'chiker tiken mshalam harbe." Referring to Shlomo Melch, he was izein. He sought out and he fixed up many mshalim. And Amar Ula, Amar Rav Lazar, shabash Shlomo. Before Shlomo Melch came, haizot tayr dem lekivva sheein lazniym. The tar was like a basket that didn't have handles. At shabash Shlomo, va'asal lazniym until Shlomo Melch came and made handles for it. The lashon of izein in this pasuk is azniym. It's handles, and when you have handles on a basket, you're able to hold it much stronger, so it doesn't fall. When we have an iser of Shneias la'rayas, that prevents us from stumbling with the Ereva herself. Hacha, He says we have different Pesach. The Pesach tells us expand it, don't pass by it. Turn away and pass around it. And on he explains. What's shai's thing compared to? to this, we have a person who's watching an orchard to make sure thieves don't come in. If he's outside the entrance to the orchard, so the whole orchard is going to be watched. But if he's standing inside the orchard, so everything in front of him is watched because he's looking at it. But what's behind him in Mishnamar, it's not watched because someone could come into the orchard and then he's going to be able to steal things that the watchman is not looking at. And this watchman is the same thing as Shniyayz. The watchman on the outside of the orchard is preventing people from getting even near the orchard. The Shniyayz prevent one from even getting near the real esr Erva. Then the Gmar says, That which Ravashi said is not really true because Hossam shall have fun of Over there, even if the watchman is inside the orchard, at least what's in front of him is being watched. Hach, over here, Elav Shniyayz, if we don't have Shniyayz at all, Pagabah Erva gufa. A person is going to end up stumbling with the Ereva herself. Now, if Kahana or Mehachai says from here, the Pasek tells us, You shall guard my guarding. That means you shall make a safeguarding for my safeguarding. Hashem says something is Asr. The Rabbanon have to add on to that to prevent us from even getting to that Esr. If so, that means that Shni Asar Da'i Because this Pasek of Eshmartam esmishmarti is talking about a Da'i Raiso. So if Yosef responds, No, Da'i Raiso appears shrabanan. The Pasek of a Eshmartam esmishmarti is a Da'i Raiso, But the Rabbanon explain what it Applies to. So by response called Tara Nami Pershurabanon. All of the tire itself, meaning the vast majority of the tire is explained by the Rabbanon. Does that mean that the vast majority of the Tara is just Rabbanon, not the Raisa? So if Yisuf explains, Alma Drabbanon across Machtaba Alma, Shniyat said Rabbanon, but the Puzzle of Shmartimus shmartim, is Mishmarti is just a smach. I to continue talking about Shniyas La but just to get it clear, the concept of Shniyas is that a woman who is more distantly related than the actual erva is usher in order to prevent one from, so to speak, coming close to the erva herself. So now we have a Braisa Tan Rabbanon, Mahim Shniyat's. What are some examples of Shnias Lai So, one of the examples are Aim Emai the Aim Aviv, his mother's mother or his father's mother. One's mother herself is Asr so to him. His mother's mother is Asr Banan as an added protection to keep him distant from his mother. We're going to see in the Gemara later on that his father's mother is Asr for the same reason, because she's called his grandmother. We don't want him to get mixed up between father's mother and mother's mother. The bracha continues with more examples of Shnias Asis Avi Aviv, his father's father's wife, the Asis Avi Emai, or his mother's father's wife, namely his step or Aishis Achio Av the wife of his father's brother, but the way that it's his father's brother, it's Minhaim. They share the same mother, meaning it's his father's maternal brother. Beishas or the wife of his mother's brother, and the way that it's his mother's brother is Minha Av, meaning it's his mother's paternal brother. Mikalas Binoi, his son's daughter in law, Mikhailas Bita'i, or his daughter's daughter in law. However, the blessing continues mother on Beishas Besh's a person is allowed to marry his father in law's wife, it's not his mother in law, it's not his wife's mother, it's his father in law's wife. Ubaisha's harga, he's also allowed to marry the wife of a stepson, but he is not allowed to marry the daughter of a stepson, and the flip side is true as well, his stepson, is permitted to marry his wife and his daughter, meaning a stepson is allowed to marry his stepfather's daughter or wife, and the brass concludes with an interesting statement, and the wife of a stepson tells him, meaning she tells her husband's stepfather, I'm allowed to marry you, but my daughter is ushered to you. Now the Gemara analyzed the brayso. We had said Bas Chargai, his stepson's daughter is ushered to him. As the Gemara da'rayso, that's da'rayso. He's to termed mid'rayso, not just shniyas la'rayes, not just Midr'Abanon. The chesed the pasuk says as Bas as Bas Bita. So the Gemara answers mishim the Gemara le'mesni since the end of the brayso had to conclude. maris loy that the wife of his stepson tells him <laughs> I'm permitted to you, but my daughter is ushered to you. And the chiddush in that is va'afakav the b'ti usher la'cha mid'rayso even. Even though my daughter is Asurtium Midai ra'isa Bididi, gazer bei Rabbanun, with me, the rabbanon weren't even geyser at all. Meaning it's a stark contrast that her daughter is Asrati Midai ra'isa, but she is Mutter even Midrabanon. So because we wanted to end the b'risa off with that chedesh, that's why in the Risha, when we were mentioning Shneas, we also mentioned the daughter of his stepson, even though the daughter of his stepson is ushered Midai Raisa. The Gemara says, if that's really so. If we're trying to point at a stark contrast between two different women in this b'risa, son Aish Nami, the wife of his father in law also, Tema, she should tell him. I'm to marry you. My daughter's usher to you because she is the sister of his wife. The daughter of his stepmother-in-law is his sister-in-law, so he's not allowed to marry his sister-in-law. Why was that contrast not pointed out in the brayso? The gemara answers: is, One is a very clear psak that's unmoving. The other one is a psak, but it's not unmoving. What does that mean? In the case of a stepson's daughter, he's never allowed to marry his stepson's daughter. However, there is a possibility of him marrying his stepmother-in-law's daughter, namely his sister-in-law, if his wife dies, so he's allowed to marry his sister-in-law. And that's why that contrast wasn't pointed out in the Brysa. Now, continuing to talk about Shniyas, Amarav, Rav says, Arba Nashim. four of these Shniyas that we just mentioned, Yeshlam Hefsek, they do have Hefsek, meaning the Isr will stop with them and will not go past them. Now, what does that mean? So, this is very important. All of these Shniyas that we just mentioned, ...except for four, maybe only three of them as we're going to see, the ISR extends upwards or downwards. For example, we said that his mother's mother is usher because she's a shnia. Now, what that really means is that his mother's mother's mother is also usher. His grandmother's usher, his great-grandmother's usher to him, his great-great-grandmother's usher to him, all the way, all the way up the chain. It's not just that his grandmother's usher to him. It's grandmother, great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, so on and so forth. What we just said over here is that four or three of these women that we mentioned over here, only they're going to be usher, but no one above them or below them on the chain is going to be usher. Now, who are those women? Nukad Rav Rav, only held of three of those women, his mother's brother's wife is going to be ushered to him. And again, when it says mino that means it's his mother's paternal brother, his mother's paternal brother's wife is going to be ushered to him. And his father's brother's wife is also going to be ushered to him. Again, mino aim means it's his father's maternal brother. And ve'kalasai his daughter-in-law. And we're going to talk about kalasi a little bit later on. Now, Za'iri af avi imai. adds on a fourth one. Even his mother's father's wife is going to be ushered to him, and not any more than that just tells us what's the simon that you can remember which case is the iri added on to Rav the iloi the Rav he added one above Rav Rav had only answered a father's brother's wife or a mother's brother's wife but he didn't answer anything in the grandparent stage whereas the iri added something in the grandparent stage he had added the iser of the mother's father's wife the Gemara asks why doesn't Rav count the case as the iri the answer is he's going to end up getting confused with a case where we're talking about a father's father Wife. Meaning, if you're going to say, like Za'iri, that his mother's father's wife is Usser, but Yeshla Hefsik, meaning there's no Yisurim after that, then one might come to say, in the case of father's father's wife, that also Yeshla Hefsik. But that isn't true, because his father's wife, a generation under father's father's wife, is Usser. So nothing more has to answer for Za'iri. Why Za'iri says that mother's father's wife is Yeshla Hefsik, and he's not afraid that we're going to get confused with father's father's wife. And the answer to that is, Za'iri, the reason why he users one case and not the other case is because L'Hasim Sheikh V'Azil, over there, he usually goes. Meaning, he goes to visit his father's family so he's more aware of what's usr over there. <laughs> but it's not common that he's going to go to his mother's family and therefore he has to be told that this woman is usr. He doesn't have to be told that by his father's family. Now the Gemara analyzes the So We had said that Kalasai, his daughter-in-law, is Shnias Lai How could that be? The Gemara. She's Asimu da The of the Pasuk says, Do not reveal the Erva of your daughter-in-law. The Gemara answers, <laughs> Really what the Brayso is talking about is, is his son's daughter-in-law, that's Shnei Yisla Arayas. The Gemara asks that the daughter-in-law of his son really has hefsik which is one of the ones that even Rav agrees Yashla hef-sick. but then you have a B'raisa, erva. B'nai the daughter-in-law of his son is a Shnei'ah. Same thing with his son, Ubem and his son's son, Atzev Kaladairis, which means that his grandson's daughter-in-law and his great-grandson's daughter-in-law, all of them are going to be Usser to him. So how could you say Yashla Hefsik? Again, Yashla Hefsik means that only this woman would be Usser, only his son Son's daughter-in-law would be him, implying that his grandson's daughter-in-law would not be Asart him. But we have his brass that says that his grandson's daughter-in-law and all these daughter-in-laws coming from his line at are going to be Asart him. Sigmar says, right, What we're really referring to in the Brasa, which is la is his daughter's daughter-in-law. Dom said, I heard this thing from a great man, umanu. Um, who's that great man Rav Ami. The following thing is what I heard from Rav Ami, Loy They only asked a daughter-in-law because of a daughter-in-law. Now it's a very ambiguous statement, but I'm and a stargazer had told me, says Rav Chizda, you're going to be a teacher later on in life. Amina, so I told myself, if that means that I'm going to be a great man, a great scholar, so then I could explain this statement of Rav Ami with my own svara. and if what the astrologers meant is that I'm going to be a school teacher, that means I'm going to have to ask for the explanation of what Rav Ami meant from the Rav that they come to the Beis Magish. Now I thought of a svara with my own knowledge, and therefore I'm going to tell you my what does it mean, they only assert daughter-in-law because of daughter-in-law? <speaking in language> the only reason why they assert his daughter's daughter-in-law is because of his son's daughter-in-law. And Amr le'abai, Abai told Ravah, I'm going to tell you an example of this, <speaking in language> like the daughter-in-law of barat he had a daughter-in-law from his daughter and a daughter-in-law from his son, and we have to make sure he doesn't get mixed up between the two of them, so we say both of these daughter-in-laws are assert him. Rav Papa Amr, he gives another example, <speaking in language> like the daughter-in-laws of Rav Papa Bar Abba, and her Ravashi Amarku gan Kolosod de Mari Bar Isak like the daughter-in-laws of Mari Bar Isak. So over here we can understand that when the Braiso said daughter-in-law it didn't mean the daughter-in-law Shneias Lairiyas it meant that his daughter's daughter-in-law is usher because of Lai Lairiyas. Another thing worth that he's talking about Shneias. Ibail who they asked the following question, Achias Achio Aim Minha Mahu. Was Allah regarding the wife of his mother's maternal brother. Achias Achio Av Minha the wife of the father's maternal brother of Achias Achio Aim and the wife of the mother's paternal brother, Deqotsa both- Av both have some sort of relation through a father. Who the and over there no the were that she's usher. But when there's no relation through a father, such as in the case of the wife of the mother's maternal brother, the Rabban were not guys on that woman. Perhaps there's no difference. So Safri answers: She herself is usher only because of Xera. Meaning, is usher to marry the wife of the mother's paternal brother only because of Xera. We're going to get up and make Xera on that Xera. We're going to say that he's not to marry the wife of his mother's maternal brother. Because he might end up marrying the wife of his mother's paternal brother, which it itself is only Xera. So Amaravarava responds that right away. aren't all these that we've been discussing until now a His mother is a straight Erva Aim his mother's, mother's mother, shnia. she's in just an Isadrabanan. Vegasrael Aim aviv Aim is now to marry his father's mother because he might end up marrying his mother's mother. And the time of May, why are both of these grandmothers from the father's side and from the mother's side Usir? Kulhu debate. Because they're all called his grandmother. The main point over here is is that the reason why he's not allowed to marry his father's mother is because of gzera Xera. Another example: Ashes aviv erva, the wife of his father is an erva. Ashes avi aviv, the wife of his father's father Shnea, and the avi they the on the wife of his mother's father. Mishum avi aviv because of the wife of his father's father. At the time of my why are all these women usher kula debe because they're all called the wife of his grandfather. And now we have even a third example. Of this. The wife of his father's paternal brother is Erva, 100%. The wife of his father's maternal brother is just a Shnea. And the Guzral Av, the that the wife of his mother's paternal brother is Usr. And the time of my, why are all these women Usr? Because they're all called his uncle's wife. So we see very clearly from these three examples that even though it's Xeril Xera, these women would still be Usr. So we're left with our question what about the wife of his mother's maternal brother, would she be usser? My <many>, what's Allah halacha? Mein, attempted Rayo Did he ask Rabbi Yehuda bar And Rabbi Yehuda bar came from Eretz Yisrael. Omar, he said. Omar my They say in Eretz Yisrael. Kol shabenekeva erva. Anytime we have a situation where the woman, whichever woman we're talking about, she herself is a hundred percent erveday raya. B'zachar, if we would have her position in the family paralleled as a male, gazeral ishtais, and the were on that male's wife, Misham shnia, that, that male's wife is also because of shnia. Now as we go through this discussion, we're going to understand what Rabbi Yehuda bar just said. Amar rava, rava. responds him him who is it really a Klal? Erva. His mother-in-law is an Erva but Aisha's the wife of his father-in-law, she's hundred percent This is a perfect example of what Rabhid was trying to say that the Nikaiva is an Erva, and the parallel case by a is fill in the blank. The Nikaiva is an Erva, meaning his mother-in-law is an Erva, and the parallel case by a would be his father-in-law. But now Rabbi continues, Bas the daughter of his mother-in-law Erva, she's 100 percent Ervimadaisa. Ashes ben Chamaisai, the wife of his mother-in-law's son, Mutaris is 100% Mutter to him. Another example, Chamov, the daughter of his father-in-law, erva, she's 100% asher. Eishas ben Chameisai, the wife of his father-in-law's son, Mutaris is 100% Mutter to him. his stepdaughter, Erva is 100% Erva. Ashes Gurgai, the wife of his stepson, Mutaris, is 100% Mutter, as we've said previously. bas khargosai the daughter of his stepdaughter, Erva is 100% Erva. Ashes ben Gurgai, but the wife of the son of his stepson, Mutaris is 100% Mutter. So now we have to understand. And what exactly Rav Yehuda bar was talking about, so if Rav Yehuda bar was Rav Yehuda bar coming to include when he said his rule? Isn't it coming to include the case of the wife's maternal brother? The Chal Shoban Makeva Erva, whenever the Makeva is an Erva, in the parallel case of the male, so his wife is going to be considered a Shnea. And the case of Erva corresponding to this case of a mother's maternal brother, is the mother's maternal sister. And midr'aisa, mother's maternal sister, is User. So it must be that Midrabanan, mother's maternal brother, his wife is going to be usser. So now we have right of this case. The wife of his mother's maternal brother is going to be usser. Now we just ask, Maish What's the difference between these cases? That Rava had stipulated that the rule does not apply, and this case that we just mentioned that the rule does apply. The answer is Ha With this one, the mother's brother's wife, only one Kidushin brings her close and makes a relationship, and therefore the are were Machmir. However, Hani, all these other women that we mentioned, which the rule does not apply to, ad Ekatre Kedushin Lo Mekarvlu. The only way we're able to have a relationship between these two people that we're trying to answer is with two Kiddushin, and therefore the Chacham were not Machmir. For example, in order to try to relate him to his father-in-law's wife, we need to have two Kiddushins over here. First of all, he has to be Makadesh's own wife, and that makes this person his father-in-law, and his father-in-law had to be Makadesh his wife. That's two Kiddushins. That's too far removed to say that he has an Iser erva to his father-in-law's wife. And we continue talking about this. Shalchlei Rav Tusnaya Papi. Rav from Tusnaya Please teach us The grandfather's brother's wife But it's the grandfather from the father's side And the father's father's sister What's the halacha with these women? Since a generation below Meaning the father's brother's wife Or the father's sister Is going to be usur So even a generation above When we're talking about the grandfather That's also usur This is too far removed of a generation we're Talking about the grandfather's brother's wife That's a little bit too far removed And we're not going to or her so Gmar suggests an answer. Tashma, we had said an Amud alif Ma'hen Shniyas. What exactly are considered Shniyas? Badayu. And we didn't count these two cases: the grandfather's brother's wife or the grandfather's sister as either of those Shniyas. It must be that they're not Shniyas. The Gemara says that's not a Raya. Ton of a She'er. The Baisa had taught us a number of cases and also left a number of cases out, including these two cases. The Gemara asks, okay, so my She'er, the high She'er. What else did it leave out besides for leaving out these two? Whenever we suggest that a Baisa left something out, it didn't just leave out what we're discussing. It also left out other cases. The Gemara answer is Shir Shneas the Bey Rebhiya. It must have left out the Shneas of the Basmesh of Rebhia. They had a whole list of Shneas as well, and our Braza left out the Shneas of Rebhia. But now we have a differing opinion. Amemar, Achar Bash Ochhi Avi Aviv, and Uba'chais Avi Aviv. Amemar allowed these two cases that we're talking about. Armali Rahil Rabashi, Ravhil Asravashi, Ludidi Khazili Shneas Mar Bere I saw the list of Shneas of Mar Bere D'Ravna and Uksivan Li Sura, and sixteen women were mentioned that were Asrah Shnias. Now my love to it must be the 8 that we mentioned in our B'raisa and the 6 of the base of Reb'chiyah which we're going to learn about in tomorrow's daf and these 2 cases that we just mentioned and HaShitzri that's a total of 16 so it must be that these 2 cases are usur how can a Mamer say that these 2 cases are not Shni'as so Ravashi responded according to you it's really 17 cases because we also have that case that we say is also usur so it should have had 17 there not 16 so if Hill responded to Ravashi that's not a problem. These two cases that we're discussing—grandfather's brother's wife and grandfather's sister—they're very similar to each other. They're considered just like one case, and therefore, we have a total of sixteen cases. And Rav Hill just concludes they were written down that they were Usur. so they should be Usur. How can Ami say that they're mutter? So responds to Rav Hill: According to you, if they were written down that they were mutter and they weren't shneias la'rayas, would you have relied on that list of Ma'ar B'Rei D'Ravna? Did he sign on that list, approving of that whole list? He didn't sign on it, so you wouldn't have trusted that list to say that these women were mutter. Now that you have this list for Iser, but he hasn't signed on the list, and therefore you can't take that list as authoritative, saying that these two cases that we're talking about are going to be user We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about the Shni'as of Chia. for now